There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You are listening to The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. Well, I have a story that's going to be like, yeah, whatever, Kylie, okay? She had three TikTok videos where she swears she didn't look through her purse before she did this. She's like, I'm just going to show you what's in my handbag. Oh, okay, okay. great. And I'm sure like, people are just waiting to find out what's in a rich person's handbag. Let's, let's find out. Well, of course, the fur, uh, in there were interspersed. Oh, this is my new lip shade. Oh, this is uh, from Skims, Kim's company. Oh, look, she's got her own cosmetic line. She's like, I am going to show you about friends some, and family. Right. I am going to show you about some things that, that are I'm launching right now, but then I'm going to just go through my rest of my purse. And she's like, here's a tampon. Here's this and that. Here's a Coachella wristband. I guarantee you she went through that purse and was like, what will make me look good? Well, I'm sure actually somebody filled a purse. Oh. With her stuff. Yeah, because she also said, this is my favorite handbag of all time. It's a blah 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 And, and like, I'm sure she has a room full of handbags, yeah. like her mother, because right. we've been in her mother's closet and seen her handbag closet. The woman yeah. has a walk-in handbag closet. Anyway, what okay. was in her handbag? Um, well, she had just makeup. She had, yeah, that's that's it. A lot of makeup products. She had tampon, a tampon. She had a Coachella wristband. But what we're here to actually talk about what is in your purse right now. 651-641-1071. Tell me what is the weirdest thing in your purse right now. You know, you ladies, you got some weird things in your purse. Uh, Mike, you got any handbags over there i don't unfortunately don you I do i want you to just dump out my purse bradley you here you go to i have not i know there's it's very heavy it's it's like you think that you can't fit a lot of stuff in there that's what gives me a oh backache have... just dump it nothing's Why? precious just keep dumping yeah oh my god it doesn't even come out. oh my god don you're <laughs> first of all you're getting oh wow that a sounds... memo from Lori and julia later okay oh my god <laughs> Bradley. By the way, this is not even all the stuff that's in here. Yeah. So there, that's what's in oh, my God. purse. Anything that you want to talk about, just let me know. And once again, 651-641-1071. We want to hear what Change. the weirdest thing... Okay, so you know, predictably, I'm seeing a lot of things I would expect. Uh, there is a lot of makeup. <laughs> and there's coins, coin purse. I'm assuming that's what this is, right? Yeah, that is a coin purse. Coin purse, right. yeah. makeup, hairspray, uh-huh. glasses. 
Not seeing anything too weird. What are these headphones? Yes, they're yep. headphones. headphones. Mints. Yeah. Very, very common. Can you describe the mints? The mints. Let's see what kind of mints you have. Organic ginger mints from Kowalski's. Okay. Free plug. Did you put things in here to Absolutely promote? not. No, I don't have an endorsement with Kowalski's. I also have some other mints that have. Some Ouija board. We don't touch that because Ouija that'll open mints. the, the uh, door to hell. Okay. Um, there's a blue thing with, what is that, cards, business cards? Yeah. All right, and what is this red thing? Some body lotion. Uh-huh. All, so far, uh, okay, you do have some headphone jacks, but that seems appropriate for the line of work that you're in. Yeah. And sunglasses, a hair binder, as Minnesotans would say. Mm-hmm. I'm not touching that because that's, I think, a feminine product. Oh, really? I don't, okay. Isn't that what that is? Yeah, probably. Uh, yep. Then there is some whiteout. Yes. And a nail file, <laughs> some safety pins. How many pairs of glasses do I have in there? Just start peeking through. I have three glasses cases, I think. I think you have three, four. I think there's pills in there, too, just in Okay, case. so there's not actually glasses in here. There's pills. So your glasses case is used for pills. Yeah. And then you do have, what are these, cheaters? Yeah, and then there's a red glasses case. Are these prescription case. glasses? Um, Those are. Yeah, those are my... Those are my Jeffrey Dahmer glasses. Oh, okay. And so you've got three pairs of glasses. And then the other red stuff thing, there's Your more wallet. glasses over there. There's another glasses. Oh, this, case. this, yeah. this, is, this. Are there any glasses in yep. there? You got another, another pair. pair. Of glass. So how many glasses? Four. Okay. That's um, why I can't find any in my house. Okay. Why do I need four pair of glasses in my purse? Well, you tell me. Why are they all in your purse? I don't know, but I think we have a phone call. Don't we, Mike? We've got a bunch of phone calls. Oh, all right. What's the weird thing in your purse? So far, I'm still digging in Dawn's. I'm going to find something weird, I promise. Uh, Mike, who do we have on the line? Let's start with Faith. Hey, Faith. What's going on? What is weird that's in your purse, girl? I have, um, like, an eye mask from the airline in case I need to take a nap somewhere, I guess. (laughs) Hey, that's Um, a good idea. Random mask. You never know. And then I have a letter that my friend wrote saying that if anything happens to me, that I'm leaving my purse to her, and it's signed and dated by me because she wants my purse. Oh, Oh, that's hilarious. That is so funny. Wow. Well, thank you so much for the call. (laughs) Thanks. Um, Okay, so you do have a mask in here, which I'm assuming is like, now I'm touching it. Yeah. I, yeah, but why would I want to wear that? It's dirty. So it's disgusting. It's yeah. a disposable. You should throw that away. And then there's some weird stick, which okay, I think is that like a nail that's thing? That's a nail stick. Uh, and then a bag of tea. You have some chai oh, black I have tea. tea. Okay. You have, what is this, a receipt? Stamps. Oh, no, stamps. Wow. You actually use stamps? Okay. Do we have someone else? We do. We got Sharon Lee. Hey, Sharon. What's in your purse? Oh, well, um, I guess the weirdest thing is, is I've got a pair of binoculars, but it's only like a spyglass that they used to have on old ships. It's a one-eye one. A monocle. A monocle. No, it's not a monocle. It's an actual, um, it's an actual binocular. It's oh, like a it's a monocular. One. That's right, a monocular. Wow. And then I guess I've got um, this round thing that, if you go into some bar or someplace, it's a it's a magnet that sits on the top and it's got a hook. And when you put your purse on it, it hangs down, so I don't have to put my purse on the floor. On the floor. Ooh, that's something I'm going to order from Timu. Thank you. You're <laughs> Thank welcome. you, Sharon. You also, uh, Dawn, have a coupon, right? Which actually is still valid. That I was for sure thought that was going to be expired. That's for savings. I am going to throw out your. Were you keeping the Tootsie oh. Pop? Wrappers? No, you can throw those out. Uh, 
Is there, we've got someone else, I think, as well. We absolutely do. We've okay, got Leanne. Get, Leanne? Hey, Leanne, what weird thing is in your purse? Well, keep in mind I've been garage sailing this morning. Oh, good. So God only knows what's in there. I have a lantern made out of a mason jar for my dad. <laughs> that's that's oh, in your purse? It, it fits in my purse. Wow, okay. you must have a big-ass purse. And I also have a Ziploc baggie of those little um, glass gems that you'll put in a vase, like, for oh, fake flowers. Sure. I also have that in my purse, and it may just stay there for a while. I don't know. Okay. Well, thank you, Leanne. Thank you. Thanks, Leanne. I'm well, still we'll... digging through Dawn's purse. Another you got another coupon. coupon. for savers. Same 20% thing. off. You get those when you donate. That's why I have so many of them. Mm. And then uh, Ooh. a Target receipt. What did I buy? Uh, Oscar Mayer. It looks like food. You must have gone grocery shopping. Okay. Why do I have it, though? Why did I keep it? I, I don't have no know. You idea. tell me. Okay. You don't keep your receipts? Um, No, not See, really. I keep receipts, and then I turn them over to my receipt man. Oh, really? A.K. Jamie, who, like, log, you know, he loves receipts. He logs all your receipts? He loves receipts. Whenever we use, you know, the credit card. Oh, got sure. It, he likes to check the receipts against the charge. Oh, that is really next level. I know. Get yourself one of those. Okay, so, Dawn, <laughs> I'm just saying, I think most of this is pretty predictable. However, there's a lot it's of giving stuff. me hives. Is it because it's so disorganized? Because it's so clunky. I want you, and also, there's like hairs and things. Oh, sure. Oh, on uh, dental floss? Dental floss. That's really dirty. I don't, it's giving me. <laughs> Those are AirPods. magnetic? Yeah, AirPods have a magnetism to them. Anyway, oh, that was interesting. That. Thank you so much for calling in and sharing what is in your purse. What's in your purse? We might have to do this again just for fun. Not with my purse, but just listeners. Do you only have one purse? Oh, my God. Hello. Does every. <laughs> No, well, what I mean is like one at a time. Yeah. Like, is there another purse that's full like no, this? No, 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 no. Okay. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much. All right, what is what are we doing next now that you have such a mess on your desk over there? All right, when we come back, and if I have the chance to put everything back into your purse during the break, <laughs> we are going to get to the latest on SAG-AFTRA. So they've authorized a strike. What is SAG-AFTRA? That's the union that largely represents most actors and performers. They've authorized a strike. We'll give you all the latest and what that could mean for all of the shows that you're hoping, if the writer's strike ever ends, to watch when we come back right here on My Talk. Hey, My Talkers. Bradley here for my friends at Your Boat Club. Head to yourboatclub.com to get on the water this summer and have a blast. They take care of the hassle. You show up. You take care of the fun. That's been my experience so far. I signed up for their trial membership. They've got a range of memberships available to you. So I want you to just head to the website. You can learn more about annual memberships, uh, single day, multi-day boat rentals, whatever works best for you. They've got an option. And I know you think like, oh, it'd be fun to get out on the water, but I don't want the hassle of taking care of a boat, it's perfect with your boat club. And in fact, if you're going to be headed to the cabin at all this summer, your boat club can literally deliver your boat to your cabin or Verbo. So head to yourboatclub.com for all the details. And uh, again, there it's all very clearly laid out. You'll see how easy it is. And most importantly, you're going to enjoy the rest of your summer. They've got 30 locations in Minnesota alone. And that's not all. Head to yourboatclub.com today. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071. We are here for you when it comes to entertainment. Something going on right now. We have 
strikes galore going on. What's going on with SAG-AFTRA now? Well, they've authorized a strike, and that's why I thought we should bring everybody up to speed today. So SAG-AFTRA, of course, uh, the union representing uh, most of your favorite actors and performers. And I had a bunch of questions when I first saw this headline that SAG-AFTRA members voted in favor of strike authorization. Like, what does that actually mean? Are they going on strike? No, it just means that they could if their negotiations fail. And I should say that I believe their negotiations will start today. And if those, you know, this authorization kind of maybe gives them some leverage because it says to the people they're negotiating with, like, if you don't like do what we want, we're going on strike. So Which you, is a big deal. Yeah, that would be a very big deal. Uh, it means anything that's currently going on in the entertainment world will cease because the only thing left right now is things that don't involve writers. Mm -hmm. And so whatever else is still around would dry up essentially if they don't come to a deal. Now we should say that this is coming at the time where directors have already made their deal. Mm -hmm. So the director's guild made their deal with, uh, you know, the big wigs and the suits averting a strike. But if you don't have actors and you don't have writers, You don't have anything to do. You kind of don't have much to do, right? So, again, it's just an authorization of the strike. I did want to say, a lot of people might not know this. The nanny is the head of SAG-AFTRA. Yeah. That's right, Fran Drescher. So, Fran Drescher, uh, the president of SAG-AFTRA, said in a statement that the vote sends, quote, a message of strength and solidarity. The direct executive director of the Guild went on to uh, to say that it signals it's time for an evolution in their contract. Bottom line, as I was reading it, and I'd like to hear what you think about uh, this, Dawn, is that it aligns a lot with the same things that writers are asking for. They want, you know, the industry is changing Mm -hmm. with the rise of things like artificial intelligence and streaming platform changes. Actors want, you know, their own part in as much of the benefit that Mm -hmm. creators are making, you know, based on their work. Right. And then you've got things like motion caption actors for video games. You know, does that include them as well? I mean, I think that's a a separate uh, because they did strike. I was reading back in like 2017 or 2016, 2017. They actually did strike for uh, video games. Yeah. uh, Which is a lot of work. They're basically telling stories and doing everything that actors just do. They're just taking their image and transferring it to a really high quality animation really but they're doing all the storytelling and all the work just like you would do in an acting scene but this negotiation i think is with the american or not american uh the whatever screen actors guild no i'm saying the screen act screen screen actors guild is negotiating not with uh the video game manufacturers for this particular negotiation but but again because of the changes that are coming to the platforms in television and movies you know, obviously that presents some unique challenges for them and they want to be remunerated in the same way I think that writers do. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
Right. And whenever you cut down the amount of episodes you have, they used to rely on just like writers, you know, 22 episodes for a season. And that would mean if it goes into reruns or anything like that, they're going to get more residuals over their lifetime. And whenever you reduce that and reduce the pay, it's the streaming. That's what it is. It's streamer. The fault of of the streamers here. They're not paying them what they are owed and what they should be paid. Yeah. And then with man, you have so many different streamers, and then one streamer will sell your projects that you were on to another, or they'll merge, and everybody has different negotiations. So there needs to be a standard, and that's what they're looking for. If I uh, one of the other pieces, there's a piece in Variety that I read about the negotiations and where things are at and what it what it means for this authorization also i did want to just clarify the authorization had like a 97 percent approval like 97 percent of the people that voted said yes which Mm. is huge apparently according to um history however the turnout for that vote was at about 47 percent, so a little less than Mm. half um so that gives you an indication of like you know i'm assuming turnout just depends on you know, I'm sure not everyone in SAG-AFTRA votes or cares. Right. Just like not every American cares to vote <laughs> right. for, you know, local office, much less president. That's correct. Um, but yeah. it, uh, but I think in this piece in Variety, they talked about how it hasn't been, they haven't been on strike since, if we're talking about with the film and TV industry, mm-hmm. since 1980. So again, oh. they did strike with video game industry in 2016, 2017, and then I guess commercials, the people who produce commercials in 2000. But for TV and movies, it hasn't been since 1980 since they've actually uh, striked. And at that time, what's interesting is that the things they were arguing for were residuals for mm. pay television yeah, and video cassettes. Oh, So that just gives you an indication of how incredibly different, but yet similar it's kind of similar right because you're thinking about like here's a new technology right and you don't want to pay us for it we want a, a share of the or a piece of that pie i wonder if this is whenever more talk about getting uh money from sales like as they say from the back end you know that it's in your negotiation that however well it does in something like VHS tapes. You're yeah. included in a cut of that, which is super important to be able to negotiate those things. Yeah. Yeah. But if you think about it, it's not VHS tapes uh, anymore. And pay TV. <laughs> it's now streaming services and AI. I mean, AI is, you know, not a platform, but I'm saying that those are the two big areas where I think people are concerned that their, you know, their work is going to be discounted. Be yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we'll certainly follow that again. Negotiations start today. We'll find out, I'm sure, before the end of the summer, whether actors are going to go out on strike. I mean, a lot of them are already not crossing picket lines because of the Screen Actors Guild. Uh, But when we come back, we're going to talk about dreams. Dawn, in fact, is going to interpret your dreams here on The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn when we come back right here on My Talk 107.1. Entertainment. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here. I want you to do me a favor. Mark your calendars for Wednesday, June 21st. Coming up in a couple weeks, I'm hosting an event with a light, and we're celebrating World Refugee Day. I'm hoping you will join us. You know, too often refugees and displaced people are portrayed one-dimensionally. So... 
What we're going to do is make space to lift up their stories of abundance and resilience. And on June 21st at 6 p.m. at Quincy Hall in Northeast Minneapolis, I'll be moderating a conversation with Andrew Leon Hanna, the author of 25 Million Sparks, the untold story of refugee entrepreneurs. We're going to fill up, uh, follow up that chat with delicious arepas from Soleil Ramirez and Arepa Bar. It's going to be a fun night. You do need to reserve a spot, but that's super, super duper easy. All you have to do is head to wearealight.org slash Bradley. Again, join me Wednesday, June 21st for a wonderful conversation with my friends at Alight. Never felt like this Benjamin Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. And uh, this is Wednesday at 1.30, so we're going to interpret some dreams. Why don't you tell me about your dream? I was back in high school, and I was supposed to take a test. I was naked at work again. I was driving my car, and I couldn't control it. Then I fell off a cliff with Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you know what this dream means? You want to do some dreams again, Dawn? Yes. You feeling the spirit? That's right. If you want to email me about your dream, you can go to our website, mytalk1071.com. Click on uh, our show link, and it'll give you an email, and that's where you email dreams. I would keep it to one paragraph and sum up your dream for me. That, that would be helpful. All right. And Bradley, you're going to read me the dreams. That Yeah, so I play the role of you, dear listener. So if you're fine with me putting my uh, your words in my mouth, let us know. <laughs> Lisa is your first dream of the day, Dawn. And yes. she says the following. Dear Dawn, I have totally weird dreams a lot. You're not alone, Lisa. Are there any normal dreams? Really? Probably not. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. I have totally weird dreams a lot, but this one has me baffled. I dreamt that I was with an old boyfriend from high school. I've not seen this person since the 90s. In my dream, I was trying to help him change uh, uh, a sodomy, I don't know how you say that, osotomy or colostomy bang. I do know how to do this from previous jobs, but as far as I know, he doesn't have one. I kept finding the supplies I needed randomly around the house, which was in my childhood home. I don't remember if I was successful in changing or in getting it changed. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. That's a random one. It is. Okay, so... Or maybe not. Well, Lisa, um, I would say that when you're dreaming about, you know, an old boyfriend, this is just your subconscious mind you're dreaming about, and you have to think of the qualities that that boyfriend had, good or bad. Okay. And then you have to relate those to yourself, because the dream is always about... The dreamer. Yeah, it's all about you, honey. It's all about the dreamer. So you're dreaming about an old frame of mind where you used to use your subconscious to bring things to fruition, like the inspiration inside of you. Um, But right now, you're having a super hard time eliminating thoughts that don't have a purpose. That is what that is about. Mm. You are containing them right now, but you just have so many thoughts, and that is the ostomy bag or the colostomy bag. That is what you're dreaming about because that in particular, those are thoughts that you need to eliminate. So I know that you're going through probably something right now where you're just being so distracted by all this stuff that doesn't matter, that's not going to get you to your goal. So that is what you're dreaming about, and you're trying to help that part of you, your subconscious mind. Um, to just focus on things that are going to propel you forward into what you want right now. 
Interesting. I, I mean, mean, again, totally random out of the blue, but actually not really. Not really, because we all have times where we obsess about something too much. Yeah. For me right now, where I'm going to go on vacation, I can't make a decision. Which vacation is this? This is the around July. Oh, Right? Okay, so let me tell you how this is going to go. Okay. I can save you some time. Okay. I mean, I've had everything from Rhode Island to... So, Mike, here's what she's going to do. Yeah. <laughs> she's going to wait till the last minute. No! And then she's going to end up doing something that we have never heard of before. Okay. All right. Because All right. you always think of this... If it's a big vacation like Europe, I plan months and months in advance. But I'm feeling like I'm down. I'm being forced around. This you have time. a month. I have a to little take less than va- a month. I am being forced to take a vacation at a certain time for whatever reason. I know that sounds terrible, though. But you know, I'm it's like forced. at this specific time that I, I normally wouldn't. And I, so that's stressing I, me out. I too, oddly, oh, am taking really? the same vacation. Oh, think, Mike. What actually, about Mike you? is probably not. I'm not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, listeners don't care about that story. But what I will say is that uh, we should probably plan your vacation uh, as part of the show because I don't think it's going to happen <laughs> okay, otherwise. Okay. All In right. the meantime, should we move on to another yes, dream? Yes, let's move on. All right. We've got an email from Hannah T. And Hannah T. says, Dear Dawn, also had a dream last night that I'm at a hometown club, cub, a hometown cub, presumably I, the grocery store. I think store. she said, oh, Okay. At my hometown cub. Okay. And going to... Yeah, I bet... Okay. Let me start over. Also, had a dream last night that I'm at my hometown cub. And going to go inside with my son, I see my high school boyfriend. What is with these boys? I know. That's why I brought these two up He used to work there. We end up feeling an intense connection. And I end up going with him on a very quick trip to Paris the next day. Seems plausible. (laughs) We are on the plane, and he carries my stuff for me when I needed to wash my hands after the bathroom. Mm. I see another few people from high school, and I'm trying to avoid a person that ends up being my husband's cousin because I don't want to talk uh, because I don't want her to tell him. Got right. it. Then we randomly are in school and need to get to go catch a bus. Wow, that's a lot, isn't so she it? She goes and sees her boyfriend. They end up on a plane to Paris, and she's yes. avoiding people. And then she ends up on a bus. What's right. going on? I mean, she goes to Paris in this. It's it's this is an elaborate dream. Yes, it is. Okay, um, so you have your son with you, which means that you this is a fully formed idea that you have brought into life. So you, something was in your subconscious mind that you wanted to do, like you know, be a travel agent or mm. what. I'm just throwing that out there. Do whatever it is that you your passion. And so that is what your son represents. The old boyfriend, this is an old frame of mind that you're in. And it's with your subconscious, just like Lisa. Okay? So you're dreaming about how you used to be before your life is now. When you're going to a foreign country, you're trying to reconnect with that part of yourself that maybe was more free and not clogged with all this stuff that's in your life right now. Um, So that to you is not familiar, though. It's a foreign state of mind. Okay, so that isn't something that you know how to do, but you found a little pocket within yourself where you're like, oh, yeah, I remember who I used to be. This whole thing where this is your boyfriend and not your husband. Don't worry about that. You're not going to cheat. It feels awful you feel like guilty about it but cheating is just your soul acknowledging that you're not being true to your real self Mm. like you're cheating on yourself with all of these other things that you know don't matter that don't get you where you need to go it's a kind of a similar dream to what lisa had 
Yeah, so, no, totally. I yeah. can see that. So that's that's what you're dreaming about. So you have to make sure and remember what that old frame of mind is that would represent the qualities that your old boyfriend had. Yeah, and would go running towards that. That's right. This is probably a good part of you. Mm-hmm. You got time for one more? I do, yes. This one, shockingly, comes from a woman named Dawn. And it's not me. You didn't write yourself an no. email? <laughs> Mike, have you ever used a pseudonym to submit a dream? No comment. Okay. Wow. <gasps> now I want to know. Uh, play the tape. Okay, no. Uh, Dear Dawn, I've been dreaming about dead relatives. Different and many dreams. Yesterday morning, a memory came up from my phone's photos, and it was a picture I'd taken of my sister-in-law about seven or eight months before she passed away from cancer. I think my dreams and this picture are my family's souls watching over me for some reason. Okay. What say the dream interpreter? Well, I don't want to burst your bubble and say that it isn't, but you need to want you need to think about whether or not they're talking to you in the dream or if it's a mind-to-mind communication. If their mouths are moving and they're fully a part of your dream, it's probably your subconscious mind that you're you're just dreaming about parts of yourself. And I would say in particular, you're recognizing within yourself the things that have changed within you as you've gone throughout your life. Okay, so we all go through many changes. And when you look back at who you were when you were 25, I feel like that is a completely different person than I am now. Oh, sure. It's me in there, but it's also like if I met myself, this is the kind of stuff we're talking about. You're dreaming about aspects of your life where you used to be a certain way and now you've changed. You're recognizing those changes. Mm. Some of them could be visitation dreams, but since you talked about how you're looking at a picture, um, that has to do with like using your imagination to create something. So... I would say you're dreaming about all the changes that you've made in your life. Well, I think she, so, but I, I'm confused. So maybe, because it sounds like to me, she's saying she just happened to come up with, like her in waking life, came up with that picture on the phone. Like, and she thinks the two of those things combined. Oh. Like we're, you know, sort of a coincidence. Okay. Well, I should say not a coincidence. She thinks they might be connected. So do you think, I mean, obviously, the dream has nothing to do with the phone coming up, but the coincidence of that would that. I think that people really like to make those connections yeah. and I'm not going to put that down. Yeah. We'll just say she's that. like, I'm not qualified to talk I about can't tell your you hereafter. If, I don't know. Yeah, I think that's fair, <laughs> but I can tell you what the dream means. Yeah. And that's changes within yourself. Uh, well, great. You actually did all, all three dreams on a theme today. That's right. Of our previous selves. So mm-hmm. if we dream about dead people, that doesn't all, or does it always then mean that it's dreaming well, about a part of ourself? Well, from yeah, because everybody is a part of you that you dream about. And if they have passed away, death is change in a dream. So you're dreaming about changes that are permanent that yeah. you've made within yourself. Yeah. All right. Fascinating. And yeah. how do listeners get a hold of you if they want to submit their dreams, Mike? Well, I'm just saying if Mike wants to submit oh. another dream to you. <laughs> What does he have to do? He has to go to mytalk1071.com, find Bradley and Dawn on a tab at the top, and then there's a drop down and it's our show page. So just send an email, keep it brief, email us. keep it within the last, and, and write things down. Don't you always say that? Write oh, sure. things down. Yeah. If you um, have a dream, 
Because it's going to take you a while to get to it. It's really, it, what's hard about dream, telling me about dreams that you had in the past that meant something to you, It's this is a reflection of the last 24 to 48 hours specifically. So if you have a weird dream, write down what you did yesterday. That will help you. And then when you go through the dream, you'll look at your notes and, and it you all go, makes oh, sense. Oh, yeah, ha! I did go to that soccer game. Exactly. Dawn, <laughs> thank you, as always. And when we come back here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, from Dawn's Dreams to more Wednesday fun, this time in the form of a comedy actress roundtable that Dawn hosted, and she's going to tell us. Uh, I hosted it. No, uh, but you did read about this and actually I watched, mm-hmm. I think, a video, and you're going to share some audio and thoughts with us when we return on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk. Oh, we better brush up, Jace. Hey, My Talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental, dakotadental.com. Give them a call, make your appointment if you haven't already for your regular checkup and uh, cleaning. It's a wonderful thing to get a uh, teeth cleaning. And you just walk out feeling great and you smile big and you take all sorts of pictures. Well, maybe if you are somewhat self-conscious of your smile, even though you're getting regular checkups and things, I want you to also give my friends at Dakota Dental a call. In fact, I was just talking to a friend earlier today who was like, because I was telling her about my dental implant journey and how um, I've gotten like just a whole new smile and I've just been so grateful for that experience I feel far more confident and she was like you know I have always been self-conscious of my smile maybe I should give them a call and I said girl call them all you have to do is head to dakotadental.com ask whatever questions the worst thing that you could say is like oh I'm not going to do that but very likely you'll be grateful you called head to dakotadental.com today tell them Bradley sent you The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 107.1. Well, the Hollywood Reporter, um, they have been doing some roundtables, which I found to be really interesting. I'm like, how did they get all of these actors to agree to be on in this roundtable? Like, what's in it for them? It's an uncensored TV comedy actress roundtable that we're talking about today um, with A.O. Adibri, Elle Fanning, Devry Jacobs, Natasha Leone, Jenna Ortega, Cheryl Lee Ralph, uh, some of the stars of the greatest, you know, the great Elle Fanning is on. Um, AO is on The Bear. We have um, a woman from Reservation Dogs. Love that show. Natasha Le- Leone, of co- course, from like Poker Face and everything else. Jenna Ortega from Wednesday. And then Cheryl Lee Ralph from Abbott Elementary. So they have this roundtable and they just let them talk about what, how they feel in the industry, you know, what they've gone through in certain roles, how the public perceives them. And this one I was really interested in because they brought up some things and it actually made me change my mind because I watched the whole thing. It made me change my mind about Jenna Ortega. Mm, Okay, because she's been sort of, you know, criticized by all sorts of people most recently during the, the writer's strike. Because she seemed to kind of poo-poo writers. Right. So she was on the Armchair Expert podcast with Dax Shepard. And she talked about how she will refuse to do certain scenes that she doesn't think her character would do. She also stops the process and says, I wouldn't say that as my character. I want you to rewrite this or I just won't do this. Yeah, and writers do, were like, hi, we, that's our job. Yeah, and I do still think that that is not in good form. But... After hearing her speak, and she was so, um, she really did keep pace with some of these actresses that are more experienced than her. And I'm like, man, we got to give her some slack. 
and I appreciated some of the things she said about the expectations that people put on sure. you. So the first one I want to talk about is uh, actually, actually, Natasha Leone talks about all the expectations that she has whenever she's filming something. And she just feels like the same thing doesn't happen to men. And at the beginning of this, it's Jenna Ortega. And then it goes into Natasha Leone. Right. But it's, yeah, you get there and it's, oh, can you smile more? Can you have more energy? Can you be this way? Do you want to speak uh, oh, my, I think like about that? that so much. Like, yeah. sometimes I think about coming to set. Like, if I walked in, like, Harvey Keitel, which yeah. is kind of my vibe, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sort of very, like, Harvey Keitel, yeah. bad lieutenant is just a baseline. And not in the bad ways. And um, <laughs> uh, I've abandoned those. But just to say, I don't think that I would come on a set and it would be, like, like, are you having fun? Right. And I just think that with women, there's this really, yes. it's with the best intentions, but it's so patronizing to be asked sort of like, are you having fun? And like, you're, what's it like wearing all those hats? Oh my God, yeah. you're writing and directing on reservation. How are you doing all of it and starring? Like there's this little tone with it yes. that is like, how do you, how does she do Man, it all? You know? I just don't think it would come up with Harvey Keitel is all I'm saying. And I, it, I, I think I love the work. I love what we do. And I just think that it would make it a lot easier to focus on the work if you didn't have to have the secondary thing of mm-hmm. also being like, part of my job is to be like a homemaker uh-huh. on, in all situations. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love it. Yeah, for sure. It's just, yeah, that like smile more. Why aren't you smiling? That yeah. kind of thing happens to women more than men. Oh, I'm sure. And also, I can totally see in the world of acting and in, you know, L.A. in particular, like if you don't come in going, I'm so excited to be here. There's this fake Hollywood thing that goes on where it's like she's just she's like. She's doing her thing. Yeah, she doesn't have to be like a homemaker. Like, I'm perfect all the time. And I, you know, it's just that expectation yeah, is there. And absolutely. I love the way she put that. Um, and then we also have another clip here. It's from, uh, by the way, when you watch this, you will notice it's about an hour. You'll notice that the first 15 minutes or so, they're all being very polite. Mm. And they're like, we're so grateful to have our jobs. And then they they sort of peel back the... They cut, yes. Then they're like, but... And that's when it really starts getting yeah. good. Um, Cheryl Lee Ralph from Abbott Elementary. She is... I, I totally loved her take on everything in this. Because she does want to... She started the conversation of, we are so lucky... Like, before we get into any bitching here, let's just remember how lucky we are. Yeah. And that is kind of like a, oh, let's put yeah, on Yeah, you a can be face. grateful, though, and, and yeah. thoughtful and have opinions. It's fine. Yes. Now, um, this next one here, um, if you watched The Bear, you will know Ayo Adibri. She was the young, up-and-coming chef that is the closest to the main character. Yeah. And she's given the opportunity to be the manager in the back of the house of the restaurant. She said that she gets a lot of comments from people go like people in the restaurant industry going, thanks for that nightmare. They loved it, but they are also like, yeah, yeah, this is a reflection of really what happened. And also people that'll come up to her and go, I hated your character, but Mad props to you because that means you did a good job, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, in this clip, she talks about actually the question questions that she always gets asked. And then the moderator says, 
well, what kind of questions would you like people to ask? Interesting. Yeah. Okay. It's like you navigating know? identity also, yeah. where it's just like, I just I just want to do my job. Yeah, like, like every other question. And what's it exactly? You know, it's like, I'm, I'm happy to be a black woman. I'm happy to be a multi-hyphenate. Absolutely. It's a given. But it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to always talk about yeah. that. Like, yeah. I would yeah. love, I would love... I would love a question about literally anything else. Yes. So what would be in these settings? What would be the ideal thing that you'd like to be asked about? If it, what are people not asking? I mean, it's it's a that's a really interesting question. I, I think it's a fair question. On some level, it's sort of like, what do you believe in? That is really a cool way to look at it. And a lot of them commented after that about how great that question is, because what you're saying is I'm not going to identify you by what I see, mm-hmm. but I'm going to I'm going to ask you something about the core of who you are. Like simply, what do you believe in? Yeah. And, you know, Natasha Leone, she spoke up first there. She she said, you know, what she has found out is that her passion is to make sure and as a writer represent people that are, you know, the underdogs, people that are being picked on in conversations within our own country and community that they don't get the proper voice. Hmm. And so she she feels like she identifies with that and makes sure to write about those things. Like, that's who she is a champion for. Yeah. And I'm like, man, that is so great. I'm so glad that we have people that thoughtful and it isn't about let me write something that's going to be a big hit or super popular it's more about how can i bring out my passion and my message Mm -hmm. and my the core of who i am yeah absolutely i mean i think and i'm assuming when you watch the whole thing you get an even deeper sense of what those particular motivations are for each of those yes yes so i highly recommend it it's on our show links page and then you can also um Watch, there was another one where we talked about uh, spiritualism. This was the Drama Actors Roundtable that had, like, Pedro Pascal on it. That was the one about the guy was like, I called up Satan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But that's the only clip that we really got from that. So I I think I'm going to go back and, and, you know, listen to watch that one as well, just to see what else they had to say because of course that made the big headline you know and these were all done by the hollywood reporter yes and i'm sure they're going to do more um coming up i think it's a really great idea i think that it's it's really nice to see all of these women that are multifaceted and how they see the world oh absolutely when you bring women from you know in the same industry but from entirely different backgrounds yeah they mentioned they all had different types of fans and how it's like oh i oh, bet yeah yeah we all have a depending different audience. on yeah their work for sure mm-hmm. thank you dawn for sharing that conversation with us and when we come back you guys we're going to open the phone lines again and mike put on that robe and that wig because honey it's time for food court this question or uh today's question chicken wings drummies or flats drummies or flats when we come back right here on my talk 1071.